Hello and welcome to the second official episode of Sports Corner. I am your host, Mike O'Day. A lot of things I want to cover today. A lot of big games happened. Some upsets happened that kind of pissed me off. But we'll get into that later. First thing I want to talk about, some rookies who were doing some big things in the league. Ben Simmons almost averaging a triple-double. 18.5 points per game, 9.1 rebounds, 7.7 assists. My personal pick for Rookie of the Year this year based on the fact that he is outplaying every rookie in this year's draft. Might have a little bit of advantage based on the fact that it's kind of his second year, but kind of not because he was injured. But he's obviously been working with veterans and getting more accustomed to the league in that respect. So he has a bit of an edge, but you still got to give it to him. Guys, been putting on a show. Donovan Mitchell, a sleeper candidate in my opinion. Rookie for the Utah Jazz. Dropped 24 last night against the Bucks, Averaging 14.8 points per game, 3.2 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. And putting on a really good show lately. Really like what he's been doing in the league. I really like him. I think he's going to do some big things in this league one day. Lori Markinen. Personally, if Ben Simmons wasn't in this race, he would be my pick. Reminds me a lot of Chris Asporzinga. Seven-footer who could shoot threes, play in the low post, handle the ball. Very versatile, very smart player. Good basketball IQ. Averages 14.6 points per game, 8.2 rebounds, and 1.4 assists. Chicago's got a good thing going. We'll see how he plays in the coming years. A couple other players I think will be really good in the coming years. Frank Nilakina, Josh Jackson, Dennis Smith Jr., Jason Tatum, and De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Frank Nilakina offensively, has been struggling significantly. I like that he's starting to get more aggressive. I was watching him last night. He was trying to drive to the basket. Had a little trouble with that, but I think that'll come to him eventually. Averaging 4.6 points per game, 1.8 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. He also averages 1.5 steals. Now, the reason I add that for him is because he's actually a steal leader in the NBA. He leads the workies in steals. But he's a steal leader in the NBA. He's 19 years old. And I'll tell you why. Seven-foot wingspan, six-foot-five point guard. Guard one through three. Yeah, he's going to get steals, obviously, when you've got arms that long. Those arms do not end. Endless arms. So, personally, I think he has some of the most upside in the draft because a lot of these players are very good offensively. You can't deny that. The offensive potential of these players hasn't been seen since 2003. When you had the draft of Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. I mean, these guys are really, really good, talented offensive players. But a lot of them can't play defense. And that's come to be known. Most rookies don't contribute very much on the defensive end. But Frank Nielakina has been different in that respect. He's been playing very solid defense. His plus-minus rating for the Knicks defense is up by 6.2 when he's on the floor and it's down to negative 3.2 when he's off the floor. Makes a big difference. So I think his offense will eventually come to him. He'll have to learn that. He'll get it down eventually. Offense is something you will learn over time. Defense is something you may never learn or never buy into. That's something you really have to work at, but he already has that, which gives him a huge edge coming into this league. Josh Jackson, another player with a lot of defensive potential. Very could has the potential to be an elite defensive player in my position. I can see him being a Jay Crowder type player. Very good. He's just got to work on his three-point shooting a lot. But, I mean, he's proven that he can throw it down. Very good offensive player in that respect. And defensive end, he's been putting in work as well. Dennis Smith Jr., 14.3 points per game, 4.1 rebounds, 4.3 assists. All right, you already know Dennis Smith Jr., been throwing it down on people's head like crazy. The man can fly. Dennis Smith 
Jr., Russell Westbrook type player, Derrick Rose type player, can fly, has the Jets, definitely doing big things in that regard. And De'Aaron Fox, can't forget about him, the man with all the speed. De'Aaron Fox reminds me a lot of Kyrie Irving with the way they can handle the ball, the way he drives the rim. He had a play last night, I swear I was looking at Kyrie Irving until I realized it was De'Aaron Fox. He can move the ball, he can handle it really well, he can very good at crossing people up. I think he has a lot of potential. Averaging 10.7 points per game, 3.1 rebounds, and 4.5 assists. One rookie I'm not really liking so far, Alonzo Ball. And this is against prejudice, against the Ball family. This is just the fact that he has been terrible. Terrible. 9 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, and 7.1 assists. I guess that's the definition of a pass-first point guard. But when you shoot up air balls every game, I mean, he averages like two air balls a game at this point. It kind of says something about what's going on with you. We'll get into the next part of the seg- next segment in a bit. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. This is Sports Center. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in a second. Catch some. Hey, welcome back to Sports Corner. I am your host, Mike O'Day. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste time. I know yesterday I was talking about Kyrie Irving being a lot for MVP. Well, I might have to rethink that statement. Now, this might anger some of you, obviously. But James Harden has been putting on a show. Averaging 31.4 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, and 9.8 assists. There's not many players who could score that much and pass it that much. And not win an MVP. It's really hard. Kyrie Irving has been doing a great job, not taking away anything from that. But compared to Harden stats, Kyrie Irving's are pretty measly. 23 points per game, 3.2 rebounds, and 5.1 assists. Significantly better on Harden's end. Granted, the Rockets are not record-wise as good as the Celtics. Talent-wise, I think if the Rockets and Celtics played right now, Rockets win that game. That's my bet. Since OKC has been struggling so much in the West, I think the Rockets now have the best chance to beat them. I mean, there's no other way around it. I was watching them play yesterday against the Knicks, and their defensive rotations were phenomenal. They were doing four or five extra rotations to make sure that the Knicks could not score. It was incredible. For me to watch them dismantle my team the way they did after being down by 22 at the half was heartbreaking. But that's just the talent and greatness of James Harden. But I want to hear what you guys think. Do you think Kyrie Irving should be the MVP still or should be James Harden? Let me know. You can call in on the, if you download the Anchor FM app. Let me know. You can comment on it. Let me hear what you guys think. Next thing I want to cover. OKC, again, lost. But this time, it was to the Dallas Mavericks. Not by a little. They lost by 17. Russell Westbrook almost had a triple-double again. But the overall team performance was terrible. Carmelo Anthony, minus 7, plus minus on the floor. Russell Westbrook, minus 2, plus minus on the floor. Paul George, minus 16 plus minus on the floor. Patrick Patterson, minus 20 plus minus on the floor. The team in all had a plus minus of minus 80. 80. Now, 
granted, all of this can't fall on Russell Westbrook's head. There has to be a line where it's drawn in the sand that says, okay, not all of this is his fault. And I know who to blame. It's not Sam Presti. (laughs) Sam Presti got Carmelo and Paul George to OKC for nothing. So it's not him. That's not the owner. The owner's been doing fine. He's not getting involved with basketball operations. This isn't James Dolan. This isn't the Knicks. This isn't the Kings. This isn't the Cleveland Browns. No. So it falls on the head of one man and one man only. Billy Don, the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder. From a man who once coached a team that had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant. I I find it very hard to believe that he struggles figuring out a way to utilize Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook. I find it very hard to believe that is the case. But then again, if you look at their roster, they're very top-heavy. They're a lot like the Cavs last year in the regard that all their star power is up top and they have no one on the bench. Their best bench player is Patrick Patterson. Their second best bench player is Raymond Felton. Says a little bit about your bench, don't you think? Personally, someone's got to be blamed. And I think it's Billy Donovan. He needs to figure out a way to get these teams to work together. Otherwise, OKC might not even make the playoffs the way they're going. Right now, if the playoffs were to start, they'd be on the outside looking in. And the Pacers and the Knicks would be in. I'll get back to you after this segment. That's all for this one. I'll get you in a bit. This is Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Catch you in a bit. Hello and welcome back to the third segment of Sports Corner. I am your host, Mike O'Day. We're going to give you a rundown of the scores and what happened last night. So, Knicks versus Rockets. 102 to 117 Rockets. Michael Beasley, the walking bucket, dropping 30 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, and 14 to 23 shooting. James Harden, 37 points, 2 rebounds, 10 assists, 3 steals, and 12 of 27 shooting. Thunder versus Mavericks, a big upset. 81 to 97 Mavericks. Russell Westbrook, 28 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal on 9 of 19 shooting. Paul George had 2 points. Carmelo Anthony had 16. Dirk Nowitzki doing big things last night. Still got it, apparently. 19 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals on 7 of 10 shooting. Warriors versus Pelicans. It's no surprise here. 110 to 95 Warriors. Drew Holiday with 24 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 block on 8 of 20 shooting. Steph Curry, 27 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal on 9 of 25 shooting. Bucks versus Jazz, big upset here. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 13 rebounds, 27 points, 5 assists on 10 of 18 shooting. Donovan Mitchell, the rookie. 24 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals on 9 of 16 shooting. Clippers versus Kings. I predicted this. Both teams sucked and they proved it. Neither team scoring over 100 points. Blake Griffin with 33 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 13 to 25 shooting. And Buddy Heald with 27 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block on 10 of 18 shooting. Spurs and Hornets. Again, no surprise, but no claw. Not a problem, baby. They got it. LaMarcus Aldridge leading the team with 17 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks on 5 of 14 shooting as the Spurs dismantle the Hornets 106 to 86. 20 point blowout. 
rough. Kemba Walker, though, 18 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists on 8 of 12 shooting. Expected a little bit more production out of him. But you know what? It happens. Magic versus Sixers. No Simmons, no problem. Elrid Payton for the Magic in tonight's loss, putting on a show. 22 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal on 9 of 17 shooting, flirting with a triple-double. J.J. Reddick could not miss from the 3-point line last night with 29 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 10 of 18 shooting, and 8 of 12 shooting from the 3-point line. Trailblazers versus Wizards, as predicted, but a lot closer than I imagined. Damian Lillard with 29 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 block, and 9 of 17 shooting as the Trailblazers win by 3 when Bradley Beal misses the clutch 3 to tie the game up and force overtime. Bradley Beal, though, still putting on the show with 26 points, 1 rebound, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks on 10 of 24 shooting. Raptors and Hawks, no surprise here again. Raptors win it, 112 to 78, and a monster victory. Norman Powell. 17 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 steals, and 7-13 shooting. DeMar DeRozan, though, only had 2 points. I guess it's just a bad night for superstars. Dennis Schroeder, though, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal on 4-11 of 11 shooting. They found a way to mess with his rhythm. And Celtics versus Pacers. Celtics go on to win 8, are now 18-2. They are continuing and starting a new winning streak. Harry Irving with 25 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal on 11-20 shooting. Miles Turner leading it for Pacers, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 1 block on 5 of 12 shooting. Power rankings for last week, which will likely change, but I'm still going to update you on them anyway. They're probably going to change based on the amount of losses and wins on teams. OKC definitely no longer in the top 10, but has them at 10 right now. Milwaukee was at 9, Toronto was at 8, Minnesota at 7, Cleveland at 6, San Antonio at 5, Philadelphia at 4, Golden State at 3. Boston at one and Houston at the two. Because I know a lot of my listeners are Knicks and Hornets fans. I also added them in. Knicks right now are 15th in the power ranking and Hornets are number 19. So far, it's been a very interesting season. A lot of ups and downs. A lot of unexpected things going on. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Shout out to all my listeners. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you later on the next episode of Sports Corner. I'm your host, Mike O'Day. Catch you around.